0: Newsflash for you. Christians are dirt. Huh? What? Now, that's not some wild radio talk show guy or some person on TV, some personality on TV telling you that. Really, if you kind of think about it, Scripture tell, tells us that. And Paul even kind of tells us that. Now, I had you at the beginning to think about the most down-to-earth people You know, in your life. Did you do that? Oh, you're so obedient. You're such a good church, right? Think about those people right now. What does it mean to be down to earth? What does it mean to be down to earth? Humble, right? Yeah. Not pretentious or precocious. Yeah. And, you know, usually when we talk about someone being down to earth, a lot of times it's somebody that we know that maybe doesn't have to be down to earth, right? You, you hear that about a leader or somebody gets to meet or a celebrity or a hero, right? We think, you know what? He or she, they were just so down to earth. I would have thought they would have been this big head person and they would just talked about but they were really nice, right? Down to earth. Paul tells us today, Scripture affirms it, I think, in other places, that we as God's people, as Christians, are called to be humble. And that word humble... It's a funny word, kind of. But the word humble from the Greek does not mean down to earth. It actually means from the earth, thus dirt. We are called to be humble or from the earth. Now, I'll explain to you what I think that might mean, but first say some other things. Now, the Apostle Paul in the scripture that we read, the passage that we read just a while ago, if you remember, is is writing to the Philippian church from prison. And one of the things that he tells them is a very powerful statement, I think, one that is good for you to memorize. He tells them to have the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus. Have the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus. Repeat after me. Have the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus. Now, when we talk about the mind in this sense, we're not just talking about what we think. We're talking about what we think, but we're also talking about what we feel. We're talking about how we behave. We're talking about our will, talking about our affections, talking about our conscience. All of those things in that one little word, mind think paul is talking about and he tells us have the same mind in you that was in christ jesus now repeat after me have the same mind in me that was in christ jesus and we try to figure out what does that really mean what does it mean to have the mind of christ well if we're thinking about thinking and feeling and being we have to look at The ways that Jesus thought, the way he thought about other people, the way he felt about other people, the way he interacted with other people. And if we can garner from all of that a little bit of how Jesus thought, we can kind of understand what it means for us to have the same kind of mind. You all with me? So have the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus. Paul gives us his statement, and then he goes very quickly to describe a few down-to-earth qualities of Jesus. Jesus was perfect image of God. Yet, Jesus emptied himself, took on the form of a slave. Jesus became, Paul says, humble. For our behalf. Now, you've probably heard sermons or had conversations with people about humility. I have. I've had countless conversations with people about humility. And I have to base my next thought on a lot of those conversations. And quite frankly, I think many of us have, wrong, have a wrong idea of what humility is. For most people... Humility means taking on this sort of Eeyore mentality. You know Eeyore, don't you? Oh, poo. One can't complain. I have some friends. Someone visited me just yesterday. It's not much of a house, but it's just enough for not much of a donkey like me. Oh, everybody loves Pooh Bear. Tigger's more athletic and skinny than me. Owl's more wiser.
1: Even Rabbit has
0: a better attitude than me. I'm nobody. So many of us go through life with that kind of attitude. Who am I? I don't know as much as this person. I don't. I mean, I know the Lord's Prayer, but I don't know the Bible. I mean, I didn't grow up in church. I'm, I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not as good as. We live our lives that way, and then we want to try to pull that off as humility. And I'm going to suggest to you this morning that that is not humility. That is a low self-esteem. That is a bad image of who God wants you to be. That idea of humility, I think, is mistaken. Because humility, at least how Paul seems to be describing it to us in this passage from Philippians, doesn't necessarily mean you have to lower yourself down. That in order for you to fulfill that commandment to be humble, that you have to think of yourself as dirt, as dirt trash. I am nothing. That's not what humility is. It's not bringing ourselves down. Remember, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. So let's think how Jesus thought this through. Do you think Jesus forgot who he was? No, he did not. Do you think he forgot where he came from? Do you think he forgot what authority he had? No, he did not forget. But he humbled himself. You see, as we go through life, and some of you, I bet, can attest to this, you're going to come across people who are going to want to bring you down. They don't need your help. Y'all with me? They don't need your help. They don't need you trying to affirm their notions of you being nothing or being little. That is not humility. Sometimes we don't think we deserve what God wants to give us. See, the good news is you don't. I don't. But God is willing to give it anyway. And all God wants us to do is take it. It's yours. Have it. I'm giving it to you. Here it is. Take it. We are not who we are because of who we are. We are who we are because of who God has told us we are. And part of humility is recognizing and knowing who we are, recognizing what God has done for us. Paul starts off that passage, chapter 2, by saying something like, if, if you have found love for Christ, and I I should have it printed. You should go back and read it make sure I say it correctly. But if, to sum it up, God has done all these things, this is what I want you to do. Now, let's do a little experiment. Tell you what, let's, let's, let's do it right. Open your Bibles real quick. Philippians chapter 2. Paul says, if there has been any encouragement in Christ, if you have ever been encouraged by Christ, raise your hand. Look around, by the way. Paul says, if there has been any consolation from love, Has the love of God ever consoled you? Raise your hand. Paul says, if there's any sharing in the Spirit, have you ever been in the presence of God's Spirit? If so, raise your hand and look around. If there's any compassion and sympathy, if you've ever experienced compassion and sympathy from God, would you raise your hand? So the question is not if, because we know what God has done. Part of our humility is first recognizing what God has done. Amen. Amen. And then realizing who we are. I don't know who somebody else wants you to think you are. I don't know who you even think you are right now, but repeat this after me. I am am. a child of God. God. That is who you are. Y'all with me? That is who you are. You are a child of God. And just like Jesus knew who he was, you need to know who you are. And just like Jesus knew whose he was, you need to know whose you were. And then we realize that Jesus took everything he knew about himself and emptied himself so that God could show us something better. Real humility is not us pulling ourselves down, but recognizing who we are and then bringing others up. Regarding others better than ourselves, Paul tells us. Someone noted last week Remember, we shared the 10 most happiest jobs? So, yeah. <laughs> Someone after the service said, John, I realized something about that list that most of the jobs there are service jobs. That'll preach, y'all. The joy we can find when we empty ourselves in service to other people that's what makes us happy. That will preach. So here's your key to life for this week. Regard others better, Paul says, than yourself. Now, quite honestly, that seems totally out of whack, doesn't it? Because, you know, I was trained, well, you go to school, so you can better yourself. So you can get a good job, and you can better your family. So you and your family can have everything you want, and you can be well off. You do all these things to better yourself. And if that sounds out of whack, this bettering others, then you're right. But in order for us to live into this God stuff, we have to make up our minds about a few things. And one of those things we have to make up our minds about is how we will live with each other. Now, I guarantee you, you do some of this, making others better than yourself. People are going to look at you and think, I, have you lost your mind and you know what you can say? Yes. Because Paul said, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. If someone says you've lost your mind, say, thank you very much. It's not mine. It's God's. Y'all with me? Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste, y'all. And Paul says, regard them as better. Regard Think of them, treat them as though they were better than you. And realize that when you do, sometimes you have to come down to earth. But you don't become dirt. Now, we are ashes to ashes and dust to dust. We're part of God's creation, right? But in our humility, we don't have to tear ourselves down but we might have to get a little dirty. Get in the dirt. Because sometimes, some of us are a little bit bigger than others, and you can't just pick us up by the shoulders. you got to get down and dirty, right? And start in the dirt. But that's exactly what Jesus did. Left whatever is up there, or wherever it is, and came to live with us. So that he, in his resurrection, could raise us up. That is real humility. Now friends, you've heard God's call this morning. You've heard perhaps another understanding of humility. And The only thing left for you to do with it is to make up your mind how you will live. Would you pray with me? God, you have done so much for us, and we give you thanks for all the many ways we know you are a part of our life. And today we ask that you would teach us, put your mind in ours, God, help us to think and feel and do and be like you, so that our lives, so that who we are, could be someone who builds others up better than ourselves, so that all of us could know this great love you have for us more and more. God, we recognize, though, we need your help to do that. So we pray for your strength, and we pray, God, for your mind to be in ours. And together as your children, we pray in your name. Amen.